Welcome to E20. It's red water time! Yay! So every two weeks, we will be discussing this wonderfully stender spin-off with Cat and Alfie. I'm the secret Santa leaving Dermot milk all year round, Emma. And I'm the sadistic person who keeps delivering orange juice to Dermot, even though he hates it, Connor. So what we got coming up this week, Emma? We have your Red Water Roundup covering all the activities in episode one. We have our favourite scene and we have a game called Dominic or Dermot. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> we had to, in honour of us calling Dermot Dominic for a long time. <laughs> and we also try and solve one of our unsolved mysteries of Walford. But now... It's time for our brand new Red Water Jingle. We're talking Red Water now. Kathleen has come to town. Stay away from my family now. This favourite show of mine. Father Dominic, we say. Dermot is his name. Alfie's not impressed with drownings and the rest. This favourite show of mine. So we hope you liked our new jingle. As you probably heard at the beginning of episode one of Red Water, we had a little ballad. And we thought, why don't we recreate our own version, especially for our podcast? (laughs) Especially for you. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we might be doing Red Water, but it's still the same E20. We still do our singing from time to time. Nothing will change. (laughs) No, no, no. We're still weird. So remember, if you want to get involved and you want to share your thoughts on any episodes, you can email us e20podcast at outlook.com, find us on Twitter, which is at e20podcast, or Instagram at e20 underscore podcast. Share your thoughts with us and we'll read them out in our next Red Water Roundup. But first, it's our first Red Water Roundup. So the start of the episode takes us back to the summer of 1994. I mean, I remember it well. I remember it well. I was roughly one. I would have also been one. Around around one. Give or take a few. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? I loved how it opened with the ballad as well, by the way. That like Irish ballad. It's like haunting music, like the Banshee's Wheels. <laughs> this native land of mine. I just absolutely adore it. Absolutely adore it. Well, me and Connor would have been in our cots. Well, there was a boat disaster in Redwater. Yes, it wasn't all happy families for them, was it? No. No. Instead, they were drinking, boozing it up on this river. <laughs> no, no, they were actually on the sea. A very violent and rough sea, I may add. It was very rough. <laughs> Some choppy waters, them. I wouldn't normally go, tell you what, guys, since the sea's <laughs> so choppy, why don't we go on a tiny, wriggly little boat and uh, we'll all run off together. We'll all just drive off into the sunset, <laughs> into the Irish Sea. Uh, I think that's probably a bad idea, ma'am. <laughs> Because that's what's even more disturbing. It's Dermot's mum who has taken, taken all the kids out to get drunk. <laughs> I did love all the running, all the running um, that everyone was doing in that first segment. Like, it was just like Lance is like sprinting down through the night, doing his nightly runs. Normally he has a horse, but, you know, this was back when he was younger and he could just run. God, I'm obsessed with Lance and that horse. <laughs> like, <laughs> those scenes. <laughs> Farmer Lance. <laughs> Every now and then he just rode along. Well, do you know what else he can ride quite effectively? Oh, a boat. He can. Can I just say, I love that not only did Lance get in a boat, but two other people got in a boat as well. You know, those people who just kind of didn't appear. Like, Lance just sailed off ahead of them. <laughs> <laughs> Speed it off. They were left in the dust. <laughs> My hero, Lance. <laughs> yes. Well, talk about heroic. I mean, what, what other hero do you know of who is this heroic? Do you know what he did, Emma? He got to the scene within minutes, right when everyone's about to drown. And all he did is he circled the boat over and over again, going, hang on, 
Oh, damn, I can't get close enough. Do you know why he became Scottish? <laughs> <laughs> can't do accents, guys. You know I can't. Um, and I just I, I fell in love with him there and then. I, I also fell in love with Dominic. Uh, oh, I mean, Dermot. <laughs> Dermot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have to say, the whole time I was doing my notes on this, every time I went to write Dermot, I wrote Dominic. <laughs> like, my notes just, literally just said Dominic. Do you know why we can't <laughs> grasp that his name's Dermot? Like, even though I know it is, I still call him Dominic. <laughs> I think he looks like a Dominic. I really do. I agree. You know, like, some some people look like a John. Some people look like a John. You can look at them and you go, yeah, that's a John. He's a Dominic. <laughs> well, we're just <laughs> going to call him Dominic. <laughs> we're going to call him Dominic. You'll you'll hear that quite a few times, Redwater fans out there. Don't come for us. Um, It's not intentional. It's completely accidental mean Emma have yep. a compulsion we're working on it <laughs> so now we're in the present 21 years later and Kat and Alfie have come to stay I mean this is just everything the opening scene to this like 21 years later and it was like granddad Lance dressed like Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> It was Macintosh. <laughs> it's like this big massive coat and his his big massive horse. He's riding along the beach. <laughs> I love those scenes. <laughs> Look like a Barclays advert, didn't it? No, it lies TSB one. That's it. The no, lights, not Barclays. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the one. The one with the horse. <laughs> Every time I saw Lance and his horse, I was like, go on, Lance. Well, animals seem to play a very big part in this opening scene because as they're driving up, their taxi driver, for some weird reason, has decided to tell, you know, not Tommy yeah. this story. Can I just mention, Tommy is 100% like young Denny, original Denny. Literally is. When did Tommy have blonde hair? <laughs> I was like, that's not Tommy and also... Where are the twins? He looks nothing like either <laughs> Michael or Kat. No! Neither of them had blonde hair. Cat's like, <laughs> had dark hair her entire life. <laughs> Michael, dark hair his entire life. But yeah, the taxi driver decided to tell Tommy a horrific story about a greedy fox. <laughs> it's just like, what? what? You know, like when taxi drivers normally around here, when you're all getting in, they talk about you know, like football news. And, and that kind of trash. Oh, like in our case, when we used to get taxis, they would be watching the TV. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. When you were getting taxis very late at night, you would have your taxi driver who was drunk and watching, you know, <laughs> music videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Oh, great. Uh, but I would like to get home safely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were all like, okay. <laughs> Could you, yeah, that's a great music video. Could you just kind of like look ahead? <laughs> Instead, <laughs> not at the screen. He showed us his favourite audition from Prince God Talent. I mean, no wonder I started getting out like half an hour early from like my taxi journey, essentially. <laughs> I obviously didn't trust him. No. I was too scared I was going to get back in his cab and flip in, but you know, riding along whilst he's watching the best of Britain. <laughs> like, honestly, I mean, if he had red water on, that would be fine. <laughs> but yeah, like the talk. Like rubbish, don't they normally? Yeah. Taxi drivers talk generic rubbish. He's given them like a ballad, a limerick. He's like, yes, that old greedy fox. I'm like, is my Angelou just took over the taxi? I it's love like that cat just didn't care and wasn't listening. <laughs> but then you pan to it and it turns out he's not driving at all. Alfie's pushing the car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. What a... Can I just say as well, shout out to Kat's flowing long, saintly hair. Like, she went from, you know, rough cat in a kind of like leopard print coat to wearing this beautiful lemon, <laughs> lemon meringue pie coloured dress, flowing summer dress in the wind. And she had this like, this beautiful brown locks tumbling down her shoulders. I said, that's not cat. And Alfie looked a bit different too. Oh, let's talk about Alfie and his, his greying hair. Every other scene, it just got whiter and whiter <laughs> along the edges. <laughs> By the end of it, it's just going to be completely white. Like, the hair's just going to be like Santa Claus. The first words, after getting out of the taxi, like, obviously, Alfie was, like, nearly being sick off of having to push the taxi. And 
the first thing out of Kat's mouth is, is there anything to stop Tommy falling off that cliff? <laughs> well, maybe watching him. <laughs> try watching him. <laughs> maybe tell him don't go over there. Yeah. I think Tommy's of that age that he should know not to jump off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm fairly certain he understands that that's quite a high fall <laughs> into the sea. I feel like we need to give a bit of background as to why they're they're here. They're here, yes. So you might remember the total slag episode of EastEnders. And Kat had twins when she had Zoe, it turns out. And her son was given away at the convent. She could take Zoe home. So she had no recollection that she even had a son. And now, due to a postcard that said Redwater, she is now in Redwater to find her son. A postcard that we had never seen before. <laughs> I just absolutely love how this was shoehorned into EastEnders. Do you not feel like this was actually a completely separate series? <laughs> like Redwater was meant to be its own self-contained universe. And then they were like, well, how do we get more people to watch it? We'll just throw Cat and Alfie in. <laughs> Are you spin-off. <laughs> That's why we love it. That's why we adore this show, because it's so random. I mean, I do love that she basically travelled all the way to Ireland on the basis that she found uh, a postcard. <laughs> There's no evidence other than that that her son's over in Ireland. It's not like her son might have travelled out of Redwater in <laughs> that time. <laughs> it feels like when you go to Redwater... You're never allowed to leave. It's like they lock you in. Invisible <laughs> barrier. <laughs> you can't even go on holiday. That's what happened on the boat. She was trying to get off that island, wasn't she, with the kids? She's like, come on, kids, this place is weird. Let's get off this island. She's like, come on, kids, quick, get on the boat. And as they're driving, suddenly she remembers no one can leave. And the boat just doubles over. <laughs> Why do I have visions of Agnes, who we'll meet later on, being the person who stops everyone from leaving? <laughs> Like she has She's a... like some sea goddess. Yeah. She rises up. She has some spell on everyone. She's like, you <laughs> will never leave. You <laughs> shall not pass. <laughs> she just like smashes the boat. I adore that. Why is that Agnes's like actual backstory? <laughs> she killed everyone. They <laughs> try to <and> leave. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want cat ruining everything they've built here so clearly say she's clearly been involved in the building of Redwater. so cat wants to start this process of finding a son well they've got this plan yeah but we all know they're not going to go with the plan i just loved everything about their little hunt i mean alfie was like sat on his laptop as well whilst they're discussing what they're going to do and like it was almost like he was networking you know like he was like part of like a big business he was like yeah uh, if you could just email me some numbers and i'm like sorry sorry is alfie pretend he has a business then i realized oh no what he's actually doing is coordinating the building of a house like the the refurbishing of a house isn't it yeah because we hear later on that they've got their pub in spain and that they've got the builders around so it turns out alfie's yeah. also doing that whilst going all who do you think you are and searching for cats long lost relatives yeah. they've both got very different stories in this uh, series <laughs> <laughs> so obviously what do you do when you've got a lot of work to do you go out for the day yay because guess what emma it's that really famous holiday the spring equinox did you know that it's in my diary What's... actually uh, oh yeah it's mine too uh, every equinox made Emma go out. We go dance around the moonlight. Like <laughs> I get my lantern out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Connor brings the turnips. Do we get the pumpkins, the turnips? <laughs> Do a little bit of human sacrificing. <laughs> so whilst they're having fun at this wonderful festival that's going on in the area, <laughs> Kat decides... It's a perfect time just to look at every single person that she sees. Find out, could that be her son? Could yes. he be her son? No, no. Could he be her son? But what about him? Well, I love it because as she's obviously coming to scan the crowds, we are, we are introduced for the first time to the legend that is Agnes. Oh, she's um, a joy. <laughs> she's such a joy. Queen of like <laughs> Red Water, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, and her daughter, Rasheen. Um, <laughs> what he's warned here, but what we might put in the outtakes, is me babbling along trying to say 
Roisin and instead saying Roisin. <laughs> what we've learned today is Connor just changes everyone's name in Redwater to what he yeah, thinks they should be called. <laughs> yeah, Agnes is no longer Agnes, it's just Big Aggie. <laughs> <laughs> But I loved it because they were sat. We get like to see a little glimpse into their family, don't we? Because they're like on the ice cream stall. That's their business. We're introduced to this idea that they're ice cream makers or something. At the and farm, yeah. At their farm, that's what they specialise in. That's ice cream. And I love it because we are also given a glimpse into how Agnes feels about her family, aren't we? Because she's basically slagging off her son-in-law to, to Rasheen. And she's like... That man's got a head full of mice. Sweet, sweetie mice. <laughs> the best insult in the whole world, as far as I'm concerned. Head full of sweetie mice, that one. <laughs> I love it. And her and Kat seem a bit awkward together. Agnes is thinking, hmm, she's suspicious. Well, Agnes basically thinks um, she's a whore of Babylon or something because she's like, that's not his son. <laughs> well, she's correct that Tommy is not Alfie's son, but that yeah. might be the whole blonde thing she's seeing there that kind of gives it away. But when she finds out his dad's Michael, she might be like, no, that that's still quite that's confusing. Still doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I see we get Agnes on this uh, podcast to help us do some of the unsolved mysteries. I do, yeah. <laughs> She's clearly got a deductive mind, isn't she, Emma? <laughs> so Kat says that they're here on a break and Tommy's saying that he's missing school. They've left Bert and Ernie because they're too young. And I'm like, where were Bert and Ernie? Because I don't even remember them being like being on the square either with, nah, with Haley. <laughs> looking after them. <laughs> Are they in Spain? Because I don't remember them staying on the square. Maybe they did and I just forgot. It's perfectly all right, Emma. They're just living with the builders. <laughs> they're looking after them. <laughs> yeah. I love that the excuse for not bringing them was that they're too young. Yeah. Too young to go searching for their brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're too young to have a holiday. Yes. So weird. You haven't earned it. <laughs> yeah. Get behind that bar. Oh, I've just had a thought. Maybe, maybe, and here is out, maybe Cat has left Bert and Ernie in the care of her cousins. You know those two, the really famous cousins, like you never say, but are part of our fan fiction? Emma and Connor. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, maybe that's who's looking after the bar and everything. I loved Kathleen when she was like, um, you know, trying to find her son. And she was like, so Agnes, uh, is there a lot of people around here who are 30? I thought that was <laughs> so weird. And she was like, it's just so nice to see a lot of young people around 30 here. What a strange choice. <laughs> specific i loved it so now we're introduced to andrew andrew is summoned over and cat automatically thinks yeah this one's my son so cat asks his mom is he just visiting or does he live here with you of course he lives here because agnes isn't letting anyone leave no one leaves redwater those doors are locked (laughs) i just love the moment she saw him she was like that that's my son he's He's the one, dark hair, dark hair and a, and a face. That was enough to prove it was the hair. But yet Tommy's I... walking around with blonde hair and that doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> I did love that, like, um, Roisin and her son, um, I feel like she looks, like, about 10 years older than him. Like, so I just was like, wait, sorry, that's going to be his mum. <laughs> And I did love Agnes joking that they burnt outsiders. I was like, Agnes, we all know that's not a joke, love. We all know you, what you did. You definitely capsized that canoe that they were all in. I love when Kat was suspicious about Agnes knowing that she was from London. I was like, doesn't your accent give that away? I love that. How did you know? <laughs> well, I don't know, Kat. Maybe it's because, you know, you've been talking in a Cockney accent for the last, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> it doesn't take a genius. And she might be a big fan of EastEnders. Exactly. She's probably been watching the show for years. So Alfie has been summoned to take part in this race into the water. <laughs> no idea. It's just fabulous. I'm just cool with it, Emma. <laughs> it's like the Wicker Man, you know, where you see all the people dancing around, like in weird masks and stuff. And like, you know, 
doing odd things. You just accept it. You just accept it. It's part of the Wicker Man. So that's what I think of Redwater. And we're introduced to Dermot. Yes. We're also introduced to Andrew's wife, who gives Alfie a lollipop man costume so he can run into the water with it because she's not giving up one of the police uniforms because she's a policewoman, a pregnant yes. one, so she's about to go on maternity leave. And she can't do that because apparently that's against the law. So Alfie yeah. can't run as a policeman. <laughs> yeah, it's illegal to impersonate yeah. the guard. <laughs> but she's there. She's doing a good job. <laughs> exactly. She's still keeping the law, even <laughs> though she's heavily pregnant and at a festival. I, I admire a woman who, you know, who really sticks to the law, sticks to the rules. Whilst Alfie's enjoying his little, you know, friendship with all the lads. He's, he's lads, having a lads, lads, lads. Out, is he? Lads yeah. on tour. It is, isn't it? Oh, wouldn't you pay loads to see that film if it was like Lance, Alfie, Dermot and Andrew like on tour? Only like, if they were on horses. Oh, that would make be it. everything. Yeah. That would be everything. <laughs> why, why don't we make this? <laughs> well, whilst they're all having their lads time, I adored Kat and Tommy's bonding time. They were just smashing plates. <laughs> and Agnes was not enjoying that at all. I know, what was that scene? It's just psychic now. She's like staring into her soul from a distance, knowing, sensing Emma, that cat, her presence here, will be smashing more than plates. Ooh. While all this is going on, Alfie's starting his run with everyone else. Yay! <gasps> Yay! Poor Lance takes a tumble. Oh, I know. Do you know, I just kept thinking, should we get... Dr. Son, should we have, like, an ambulance ready? Should we get him bandaged up? No. <laughs> That's silly, isn't it, Emma? What do you do normally if, like, an elderly man falls over and really hurts his leg? Well, you know what I do? I take off part of the costume I'm wearing, I wrap his ankle with mine, and off we go. <laughs> but my favourite part, without a doubt, is the fact Kat's waiting there with her phone, waiting, you think, oh, she's waiting for Alfie, she's waiting for... No, of course she's not waiting for Alfie. No, why would she? She's of course waiting to take some creepy photos of Andrew. I adore that. And she was so obvious as well. She's like, yeah, yeah could, could you just get a bit closer? <laughs> like she could have, she was literally like out like this. Like out, I'm doing method, method again for you all. You just can't see, but I'm, I'm being very method here. I'm leaning right over my table and everything. <laughs> she was literally like over the barrier she's like <laughs> right in his face following him the whole way no one else around I, her thought that's odd what I love is that he didn't think that was odd no? <laughs> he thought that was nice now I can forgive him because he's busy running yes but the people around her should have said hey what are you doing you're new around here why are you taking photos of him I love it I absolutely love it and then of course Alfie not only finishes the race, plunging into the freezing sea, but so does Dermot and Lance. And when they fall into that water, we all know what that was foreshadowing, don't we, guys? Oh. Oh, but we'll get there. We'll get there in the end. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we won't spoil anything yet. We'll spoil anything. It's been out for years, but we won't spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then Andrew comes out. And he sees Kat, and Kat's staring at photos of him and zooming in, checking this could be her son. Drops her phone, and I think, oh no, he's going to see that you're taking some photos of him. That's that's not good on your first day here, Kat. Oh, no, no. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He picks up the phone, and he doesn't see the photo. I absolutely love it. He picks it up, and he just goes, you don't want to get sand in this. Finds it over, and then just runs off. I'm just saying. How can you have not said anything about the fact that she's just been taking loads and loads of pictures of you? But also, isn't it a bit too late by now that sand would actually be in your phone? Exactly. <laughs> you don't want um, to get sand in it, but you already have sand in it. And whilst, you know, when they all depart, when the festival starts to go its separate ways, some people go to the pub, the moons are like, you know, trying to integrate and go home and chill out for a bit. Alfie's chilling out. Cat's on a mission. Whilst all that's happening, Agnes is doing what she does best. She's having a bit of a goth, isn't she? Bit of a bitch with Roisin. I absolutely adore it. The first word out of her mouth is, the boy's not his. <laughs> <laughs> we know that, Agnes. It was a story a long time ago. Catch up. Come on. Come on. Come on, Agnes. Surely you have your standards over there. <laughs> but the absolute crowning glory for me was when she went, that Kathleen one. 
eloped with another woman's husband, making eyes at my grandson. I mean, come on, when you've got gossip like that, that's just pure gold. I love how she starts the whole Kathleen thing. Oh, legendary. As soon as she starts, everyone starts saying it. It's like she's part of the island. <laughs> she is the island. She is Redwater. Her <laughs> real name's actually Agnes Redwater. <laughs> 15th century witch who took over an island. <laughs> so Andrew mentioned to Kat that everyone would be at the pub later. So as Alfie falls asleep with Tommy, Kat thinks, perfect time for me to go to the pub. I love it. She doesn't really have five minutes and she's like, right, leave my actual family to go try and hunt down this son I've never known. I love when she, she entered the pub and the, like she goes, oh, she, oh, we obviously introduced to Dermot's dad, the guy who who's the landlord of the house that they're, they're currently renting. And the first thing that she starts to talk about is the fact <laughs> that he's got lots of shells. I love it. It's like, <laughs> thanks for letting us have the place, but like the shells are just getting on my nerves now. <laughs> Why you got them? <laughs> Whenever I stay somewhere, the first thing I do is slag off the decor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then it, his replies even better. He just goes, doesn't every house have shells? What do you decorate your house with? <laughs> so after she slagged off the decor, as you do, um, you do. she goes and has a, a drink with Lance and Dermot. Yeah, Lance and the lads. Lance and the lads. Yeah, cat's one of them. Cat on tour. Lads, lads, lads. Yes, I love it because uh, Lance literally goes, um, oh, we're drinking pints and whiskey chasers. And she's like, perfect. <laughs> 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 we pour this stuff on our cornflakes. That was like such an honest cat thing to say to me. Because I think you could imagine uh, Big Mo being like, Oh, we're out of milk. You have some whiskey in your, your cereal instead. Couldn't you? And in this moment, they've decided to play guess each other's ages. <laughs> so Lance is like, how old do you think I am, Kat? And then he loves it because she lies and says 60 and he's 70. And Dermot reveals him and Andrew are both 32. <gasps> but Kat doesn't get suspicious that Oh, maybe Dermot could possibly be her son. She's very set on it being Andrew. From now on, spends most of the night staring at him. I did love it. Because, like, literally, you're right. As soon as he says that, she doesn't even question it once. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Um, whatever your name is. That's nice. How old's Andrew again? <laughs> and is he adopted? <laughs> <laughs> I love that his wife's like, that woman keeps staring at you. <laughs> I know. Why is that woman staring at you? I don't know. I've just got this way with women. I love it. Absolutely love it. Also, Dermot is very creepy in this moment. But Dermot, like, goes to Kat. She goes, are you a good Catholic girl? Oh, are you chatting up your, your mom? I know you don't know it's your mom. But I was like, no, no. I Stop. was thinking, well, Dermot, you, you're certainly not. You were at a pagan festival just five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> whilst Dermot is being very creepy Kat yep. also being creepy yeah. <laughs> Andrew being creeped out Alfie hears a noise back home goes out into the fog yes cue the foggy dream sequence <laughs> <laughs> traditional when it comes to soaps you see um, if you don't have a foggy dream sequence in which you're chased by scary dogs you've not had a soap <laughs> <laughs> so he almost falls off that cliff that cat was worried about Tommy falling off and then just really awkwardly just cuts to him back in the house so I was like wait yeah. did he really go out or was he dreaming I was I confused if he went outside to check the noise and then had like the whole vision yeah if it was real yeah or if he got up from the bed looked out the window sat back down and then had all the visions yeah I was so confused the the way that scene was cut I was like wait wasn't he just outside on the cliff <laughs> I just love it <laughs> because then we cut these scenes are so weirdly <laughs> juxtaposed because we have Alfie's really scary vision of a dog chasing him to suddenly cats drinking in the pub again with Lance <laughs> and Lance has gotten up he wants to make a big speech he wants oh, to make he a big does, speech he does. he does so naturally what Lance does he recites the famous Irish ballad, This Land of Mine. And then follows that beautiful 
beautiful poetry, beautiful limerick or whatever it was with... Oh, yep. Up your hole with a jam roll. <laughs> and then they all shout, up your hole with a jam up roll. Up your hole. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely wet myself listening oh, to that. I went back to listen because I was like, did I hear that right? <laughs> up your hole with a jam roll. I was like, I, jam roll. I couldn't have heard that right. I couldn't have. So I went back and I was like, nope, nope, I did. I heard that yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a famous saying, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's a beautiful, beautiful saying. It basically just means love your neighbour and your friend. No, live no. Live life to the fullest. You know what it really means? Never too old, never too tailor. Ah, uh, yeah. Or maybe it's life's too short. <laughs> Might be that one as well. Could be. Could be. Could be. Those classic be. sayings. <laughs> <laughs> it encompasses them all. <laughs> we need new t-shirts up your whole <laughs> <laughs> Why do we not have a t-shirt that says that? I feel like we need that now. (laughs) (laughs) I loved when Kat finally, because after Lance's beautiful, you know, poetry slash up your hole with a big jam roll, we then again cut to a very odd, odd place, don't we? Goes from there to... Cat telling lads the truth of why they've come. And it's a very sensitive moment, beautiful moment. Right next to that, up your hole with a big jam roll moment. <laughs> <laughs> I just love red water. <laughs> In what event would you use that same? I don't you just love it. <laughs> and a wedding. All I have to say about, you know, my beautiful daughter Iris is, uh, is up your hole oh, with, with a big jam roll. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's just sat there going, ah, oh, thanks, Dad. Like that, that's literally what I imagine. <laughs> a funeral. Agnes was a wonderful wife, a wonderful partner, mother to my children, and a big jam roll up my hole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're plagued by bad dreams like Alfie's having, and sometimes they just wake up and go, <gasps> up your hole with a big jam roll. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like a saying to ward off evil spirits. <laughs> the banshee's coming, but I see me saying, up your hole with a big jam roll. Do you think... And the banshee's like, oh, I don't want any of that. <laughs> do, you actually... do you think when Lance is on his horse, just going around the world, <laughs> he just randomly starts shouting, up your hole with a big jam roll. <laughs> That's what he says when he wants to get it to go faster. It's not giddy up. It's uh, up your hole with a big jam roll. Come on, come on. Up your hole with a big jam roll. Do you think that's what Agnes says? They try to get out and she just stops them with that important saying. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot leave this place. Up your hole with a big jam roll. roll. It's a curse. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot leave. (laughs) Once you've heard those words, you may never leave the land of red water. I love it. I don't understand what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do we ever understand what EastEnders saying means? I mean, I still don't understand what never do or never do Taylor means. (laughs) It literally goes from all of that, all of that hilariousness to Kat going, when I was just a child, I had a child myself. Oh my God, it's just got dark, hasn't it? We've just, we've just entered very dark territory suddenly. Um, and, And Lance seems to take this really well. And then rides off into the midnight, <laughs> into the midnight sun. I like That's how she tells them like very specific dates as well when she's talking about it. She's like, <laughs> so I got this postcard. Um, it's dated the 7th of December, 1983. <laughs> and I'm like, Kat, you didn't know you had a son. So where did you get that? I love it. It was Belinda, I think, because somehow it's really complicated because I always just remember that this this whole section of EastEnders was getting very confused and very complicated at the time. There was nuns, there was, like, Belinda was back, Charlie was dead, all of this stuff, Mo had lied, like, all these random things that were suddenly just being, like, thrown into the mix. And I'm sure Belinda said something like, they went to Redwater for a holiday. Like, because naturally, (laughs) naturally, when you've given a child up, what you then do, you take the mother of that child... (laughs) over to see him <laughs> for a holiday and I was just like 
right, that makes sense, perfect sense. And so that's where I think the, the postcard originates. But it is very, very confusing. But yes, so with all that confusing information, all those dates being rattled off to him, Lance is very worried. Because at first, he doesn't let on to Cap that, uh, that you know, he knows anything. He's, he's, you know, he's sympathetic to her, but he's not going to tell her the truth. But he knows, he knows something. Guilty conscience got him writing out all night. It's a bit like that song, you know, I drove all night, crept in your room. Like, I feel like that's what Lance was singing to himself, but instead it was like, I rode all, all night. night. <laughs> <laughs> just get to you. <laughs> then in between every now and then he just shouts, up your hole, the big up your hole, roll. the big jam roll. <laughs> I just absolutely adore that saying, it's my new fave. <laughs> So Lance has basically sailed off into the night. Kat has returned home to her actual family. Um, you know, the family that she doesn't seem to care about. She's more obsessed with this, this child she never met. <laughs> While Stermit uh, is getting deliveries of orange juice and milk. Well, it was really strange because I'm sure that he must be leaving these notes to say, no more orange juice, please. <laughs> and like, the guy is still like, actually physically putting the orange juice right next to that note how are you looking at that note and not going oh right right he doesn't want his orange juice why doesn't just, he though what's wrong that's... with getting the delivery of orange juice can i just say did you ever get orange juice delivered no <laughs> i was thinking i was like is this doing exclusive to Redwater Island? I don't know where Redwater is meant to be. I just <laughs> presume it's one of the islands. And so I was just like, is that exclusive to them? I was like, that's Milk curious, deliveries that. obviously were a big thing. Oh, God, my grandma and granddad, literally, they still have their milk delivered. Because really? my granddad likes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. It is absolutely, it's the worst milk I've ever drank. Because those little glass balls, it's left out in the sun for flipping ages. <laughs> Because, I mean, unless you get up at, like, 5 o'clock to catch the milkman, you're only going to be able to be, like, getting it nice, fresh and cold. Not to mention it's also being on the back of his van. <laughs> I didn't know they oh. still done that many deliveries. I don't think they do. I think they... Basically, when I was little, my grandma and granddad still had the milk delivery. Like, it would still come. And some of our streets still did. Yeah, and yeah. And I think somehow they've just kind of held on to him. I don't know if they've got him, like you know, as a hostage or they've got a bit <laughs> ransom. But somehow he's still delivering milk there. Yeah. Just leave an important note. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it no more, no more milk, please. Dermot is very annoyed that they've still left orange juice and he has to go and pour that out because why keep it? Although you've clearly had to pay for it. <laughs> and just exactly. keep it in your fridge. No, he's pouring that out and he is angry. Give it to someone else. Yeah. He's so <laughs> angry. Off he goes, and he yeah. bumps into Alfie, who's looking at a memorial plaque. It would have to be a relation of Dermot's, which would now make the situation awkward. <laughs> I love that. Convenient, isn't it? <laughs> the first person Alfie sees next to the memorial just happens to be someone who's related to that person. Meanwhile, Cat is chatting with the landlord in the kitchen. I think he's fixing the boiler. <laughs> I did love this whole um, this whole thing when um, she was like talking about Dermot and she was like takes after his mum well Kat I don't think so because uh, last, last time I checked I didn't think you ever did anything criminal <laughs> like too criminal at least so the landlord is Dermot's dad and Kat asks about his wife and rather than say oh she's no longer with us he replies I went into the pub business. She went to the grave. That's a nice way to remember them. I did love it because literally within this conversation, he's obviously just said that his wife's dead. And Kat's like, you've got such a lovely community here. Such such a close community. Reminds me a lot of, of back home, <laughs> which is obviously referring to Warford. Yeah. And she goes, you know, we were in, in, in each other's houses, each other's business, and their knickers, and the cat. And is this also an appropriate thing to be telling a guy who's just said he's a widower? I would say she's, she's pretty on it there. And if she's meaning sleeping around, but if she's meaning they actually shared them, I would like to think not. Is Karen getting them all mixed up in uh, the laundrette there? <laughs> we all know she is. And then he joked after she said that and said, if that's how it is, let's go upstairs. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, let's have a quickie. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just mentioned your dead wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why was he so strange? <laughs> Nothing turns me on more than hearing about a widower's plight. Like, just weird. I noticed Kat said the new EastEnders phrase of family means everything. Yes, family does mean everything, Emma. Family means everything. We're always honest here. We always look out for each other here. Yeah, they do. So we then cut to the farm and my Netflix wonderfully provided some fabulous subtitles to really set the mood for me. Ambient sounds, birds chirping, cows mooing. And we get to see a little bit of the farm life, don't we, next. It cuts to the farm. We get to see a bit of the farm life. We get to see a bit of Rusheen, a bit of our husband doing his woodwork. Good old um, Andrew. We get to see Andrew. He's, he's, he's in the field. He's working the land. Working the man. Land. Working the man. <laughs> That's a different episode, but he, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> working the man. <laughs> but i did love when agnes just i just love agnes she goes from one scene to another just slagging someone off and she turns to her granddaughter tells her that obviously the granddad's out he's been out all night apparently for a midnight ride he's never come back home i mean when normally when men don't come back it's because they've gotten drunk or something or like you know they're cheating on someone or something like that they're out all night no no not lance he's busy riding his horse into the night (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right in the <laughs> breath of red water <laughs> I just love it and then and then we get this wonderful thing this is how Agnes explains why he was doing it to her granddaughter she goes that's the man of this family one likes to go out on midnight gallops the other likes to turn tree trunks into ballet dancers cut to <laughs> cut to her son-in-law or whatever he is to her who she absolutely hates because she thinks of him as like a nept and his head's full of sweet mice. Um, and he's literally like this Picasso with wood, isn't he? <laughs> I just love it. He's got these silly grand ideas of being something more than a farmer. Like, I just love it. I just love it. I thought you'd done a beautiful job. Oh, dude, I would, I would hire. I would buy some of that stuff. But anyway, Kat decides it's a lovely day for it. Let's go visit the farm. <laughs> this bit was... I'm sorry, this was just creepy. So, we've got in one section of the farm, Lance telling um, Agnes all about... He knows why Kathleen's here. And she's like, yes. Kathleen Moon will get nothing from us. I loved it because she was like, did you make a pass at her last night? I was like... Okay, Lance is like 70. <laughs> like, is that the first thought in your head? Oh, he must be must be having an affair at 70 years old. The other part of the farm, you've got Kathleen <laughs> creeping out Andrew. Because she's just turned up, she's laughing, and she's like, sorry, I had a vision about something and it's come true. <laughs> that she thought her son would be in Redwater working on a farm? I, I don't I know. I mean, naturally. I mean, naturally. Working on the farm, man of the land. Then she randomly starts asking him a lot of questions like, did you grow up here? <laughs> Is this your home? Were you born here? We born under that tree over there. <laughs> yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Starts to invite him for a drink. He's like, no, 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 no. I love it because he kind of makes out that's because he's a married man and not interested. <laughs> but we all know why he's not interested. He's not even interested in his own wife. I love the bit where Kat goes, am I making you feel uncomfortable? Asking him all these questions in a really weird way and randomly finding the farm when you've only been here for less than 24 hours. Yes, I would also feel uncomfortable. (laughs) You know, you just spent the whole time last night in the pub staring at him and taking photos of him on the run. Uh, Yeah. Look at these lovely photos of you. (laughs) Look at these lovely photos of you. And it's just like, yeah, Kathleen, but I'm I'm not meant to know about those photos. You just took them. I didn't tell you you could. Hope that doesn't freak you out. I love the way he's like, I don't get that woman one bit. <laughs> Lance rides over and he's like, don't encourage her. I'm dealing with this. Yeah, leave her to me. Leave her to me. Like, what's he going to do? Trample her with his horse. <laughs> Obsessed with the next bit because first he includes Lance on his horse again. Again. Yeah, rides perfect. off and he randomly just stops off and starts screaming this woman <laughs> i love that scene <laughs> right 
So just to set the scene to make it even more confusing for you all listening, because, you know, normally context is the opposite, but in this case it doesn't. Um, Lance's granddaughter is just like wandering around the woods, as you do, randomly. <laughs> There's not much you can do in the countryside, is there, Emma, other than, you know, steal cars and drink booze. That's and, true. Um, Dotty knows. And so, yeah, exactly. Dotty knows. So she's like spying behind a wall at this creepy abandoned house. Don't know its significance yet, but it will become more significant, apparently, as the, as the episodes go on. And um, she watches Lance trot in on the horse. And then literally, I don't know how he does this, but in, like, the split of a second, the horse is behind her, trotting behind, and he's in the garden <laughs> off the horse. Which it's like, seems gated, by the way. How did the horse get round? <laughs> it's just everything the horse just comes around this massive wall randomly Lance is in the garden by the house screaming this woman it's all kinds of confusing I kind of just like to think that Lance stood up on that horse and just jumped jumped from the horse into the garden (laughs) like an acrobatic like you know performer and what is it whenever the granddaughter's in any scene why is she trying to steal the horse She's obsessed with it, isn't she? Yeah. She's obsessed. She's like, should we go for a ride, Enbar? <laughs> and I'm just like, is this going to go somewhere like Jerry Springer? I was going like, Jerry Springer. I'm in love with my horse. <laughs> so after screaming at a house, Lance decides he's going to go to church. And he rocks up. Lance is still in pedestrian clothes. Um, and uh, Do you mean Dermot? Oh, yeah. Sorry, now I'm confusing Lance and Dermot. (laughs) So close there, Dave. You know, I'm starting to believe Dermot's just in our imagination. I I mean, so am I. I think think Redwater is. I think we've got a nervous breakdown. Can anyone Um, confirm or deny if Redwater (laughs) is real? If it's real. (laughs) So, Lance goes to see Dermot, who's still in his pedestrian clothes. He's wearing his hoodie. Um, and, you know, he's a very modern priest, Lance. Uh, I've done it again. Very modern priest, Dermot. <laughs> oh, I love this. And randomly decides this is the time. <laughs> this is a perfect time to reveal the biggest secret in Redwater. Kathleen Moon is his She's mom. mother. <laughs> but Iris went to, went to London. Hi. She went to London to, to have a baby, but then she lost the Ben and, and came back with ye. And I was just like, yeah, that's how you tell someone that they're adopted Lance. Um, that their mother wanted another child, but actually that child died. And their real mam, she just kind of pinched the baby off because they were both in the same convent. Why has Kat been involved in like another technically here, another baby swap storyline? It's odd, isn't it? She seems to be cursed. And also, like, does that curse travel through bloodlines because Dermot's had a hell of a life as well. Taken at birth from his actual birth mother without her actually wanting him taken or knowing he exists, then moves to Redwater to a mother who's, you know, an alcoholic, a father who's absent and um, a messed up family where cousins are sleeping with each other. And he ends up in a boat accident in which his mom and cousin both die. <laughs> like, what kind of bad luck is that? <laughs> Oh, so yes, he's revealed to have been swapped at birth. He's, he's, you know, not, not Iris's kid. Well, Lance says he's always wanted to tell him, but Agnes didn't. I did love this. <laughs> I, I always wanted to tell you, but I was outvoted <laughs> by Agnes. <laughs> I love that. Outvoted as if there's a democracy <laughs> or telling the truth. Um, right, well, we'll all get together, guys, and we'll all decide whether or not... Whether or not we tell Dermot the truth. It's like a referendum. <laughs> yes or no. And then and then at the end of it, Agnes just goes all like, you know, dictator. And it's just like, the answer is no, even though everyone's put yes. <laughs> I'm telling you now, she is Redwater. She does everything, owns everything. She yes. has all the final says. She is the pillar of the community. She is. She is like grey. <laughs> she is like Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Lance is like, all right, Dermot. See you later. Have a nice <laughs> hug anyway. Yeah. Um, Dermot says he's going to sleep on this. Lance decides he's going to sleep on uh, Agnes, but Agnes is having none of it. Oh, she's having none of that. She's, I love it because she's wearing like sexy like lingerie as well. Isn't she? <laughs> like, it's like, to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know 
reaction. <laughs> I'm not a Toronto file. Are you Bear turned on by Agnes? <laughs> Is that what lockdown's done? No, no, but listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, there's a whole bit where, like, she sat there. I have never seen an old lady wear a negligee like that to bed. I hope you haven't. Wears, my grandma wears, like, to the floor, to the floor, night attire. So, you know, the, the, her, she's got this, like, little skimpy lacy number on in bed. I was like, who the heck, where the heck she getting her stuff from? It was just all sorts of weird. And then lads is, like, creeping up to her. Agnes, you make me too warm. Get off us. <laughs> I loved it. With all the excuses, it wasn't a headache. It wasn't, it's that time of the month for me. It was, I'm too warm. <laughs> No wonder he's riding off in the midnight. Agnes doesn't give him any every night. It's like, you're too warm. Get off us. <laughs> that tends to happen, Agnes, when two people are smushing their bodies together. <laughs> he tends to be the thing that happens. He wakes up, though. He goes for, well, he's been riding all night, maybe. And he maybe. Goes, goes for his morning swim. Yeah. His granddaughter decides to steal his horse. Exactly. Like I said before, every scene she's in with the horse, she's planning on stealing it. Finally, now he's off for his swim, doesn't see, and off she goes. I'm like, I "Um, I don't think you should be doing that. She's just like, should we go for a ride now, Enbar? I'm so freaked out. (laughs) It's so creepy. Get away from that horse. (laughs) I don't trust you. (laughs) As she steals his horse and rides off into the sun, Lance is enjoying his swim. Well, Dermot. Dermot. Like, he's had another bad morning. Someone's dropped that orange juice off again and he's just not having it. <laughs> so, you know, he's already, he's got this on him. He's got the whole reveal on him. He's like, no, nah, I'm not having it. I'm off to the beach. I love it. I love how everyone, it was a bit like, um, you know, if you watch Game of Thrones, the last, the last few episodes where Daenerys lost her mind after hearing those bells ring out and everyone's like, why is she going crazy over bells? Like, that is what's just happened with Dermot. He looks at this orange juice and just goes, <laughs> burn them all! <laughs> he just suddenly becomes like a murderous, like, nutcase. <laughs> so, so he charges off. He's full of hatred. He's had that juice delivered for the last time. He's going to murder someone. And so he charges into the sea. Yeah, but why does Lance not question why is he charging into the sea fully clothed? <laughs> I don't he just thinks he's still doing that pagan festival, doesn't he? <laughs> it's a way he's just like, oh, you look shattered. I, I know, I love that. Well, probably is because he's been up all night stressing. I'll be like, the fact that- Dermot, or Dominic, depending, I'll probably forget. Why in here fully clothed? <laughs> I love it because then he just goes, eat this lance, eat this lance. And it's like a communion wafer. And he's like, eat it. Get it, Lance. And Lance is just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Does he sit? <laughs> Would That's you find that weird? He's out for his swim. He's just walked in the water and now he's like, eat that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, does this not strike you as scary odd? I mean, you said it yourself, Lance. He looks tired. He looks a little bit dishevelled. He looks very angry. And now he's handing you a communion wafer. He still offers him just if he wants to go for a coffee, the can, and they can chat about everything, you know. I love that. Maybe she should have done that yesterday instead of going off to try and sleep with Agnes. Maybe she should be like, should we go have a coffee and sit down and talk about this? Maybe we could go see Kathleen. No, no. <laughs> he's just rode off to, to sleep with his wife. So then he says... I offer you the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. May Jesus Christ protect you and lead you to eternal life. And then drowns him. <laughs> and then that's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he, he carries on as he's drowning him. He's like, well, I forgive you. I still love you, but I'm killing that. you. He's dead. I forgive you. And then we get a glimpse of something else. We get a little glimpse of back in the summer of 1994 when Iris was reaching out for Dermot and saying, don't let go. And he let her go. Oh, my God. Just before we end, why did no one question Dermot was now soaked head to toe (laughs) walking around the village? Well, I mean, they have that festival all the time, so maybe it's like... 
<laughs> oh, he's just been doing one of those uh, festival runs. And that was episode one of Redwater. This favourite scene of mine. So our favourite scene this week is obviously up, up your hole with a big jam roll. You would never get on EastEnders, and I, I totally appreciate it. I absolutely adore that saying now. I adore it. This favourite scene of mine. Dominic Adermit, Dominic Adermit, Dominic Adermit. Ah, I love that jingle. Thank you. I've created a little game for Connor. In honour of us calling Dermot Dominic, as you've actually heard through this podcast. <laughs> I still do it. I still do it. I even called him Lance. <laughs> All you have to do for this game is tell yes. me if the quote belongs to Dermot from Redwater or a famous Dominic. Right. <laughs> Let's get, let's get ready everyone with Kathleen the funny part Dermot. is I feel like you're going to actually say when you mean Dermot you're going to say Dominic <laughs> say the wrong one <laughs> and you know I'm going to I mean Dermot Dermot I'm the next Pope Dermot correct yes we agreed we should go for a short drive to see if I could drive safely <laughs> I think um, I think everyone in the nation knows who that is at the minute. Um, it's Dominic Cummings. Correct. <laughs> oh. Where do you get the joy out of that? Oh, oh yes, it's not that easy Ooh, now, is it? That's not an easy one. I'm going to go Dominic. Correct. <gasps> it's Dominic Littlewood talking about cowboy builders taking money off people and leaving <laughs> them devastated. <laughs> you know I love cowboy builders. <laughs> so Kathleen Moon, are you a good Catholic girl? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, this one's a hard one, Emma. Uh, I think uh, I think it's Dermot. <laughs> or does that correct. make you call him? Other Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an explosion gone off on my head. Dominic? Correct. Oh, thank God. Dominic Byrne from the Chris Miles Show, who I used to intern on back in 2018. And it was when he was on our favourite TV show, Celebrity Scissorhands, getting a wig cut by Steve Strange. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, like I'm not even joking. Steve Strange to me is a god. I feel like we were privileged to live in his lifetime. Privileged. I will not endure. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um I think I'm gonna just wing it, yeah. Damn it. Yay! This one's an easy one. Right. Kathleen sends her love. <laughs> Our favourite line. <laughs> yeah, I do. It had to be in. <laughs> it's Dermot. <laughs> and finally, the last one. Where have you been? People have been arriving all afternoon. No one's seen you. Ooh. I'm going to say... Dominic? Correct. It's Dominic Cooper as Sky in Mamma Mia. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> I thought I'd just make that one a bit more tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. <laughs> we'll have it to do so more. Hard. I had to really concentrate not to say Dominic <laughs> instead of Dermot all that time. I'll bring this back, definitely. Fabulous. You I got them win. all correct. Yay! Yay! What do I win? <laughs> well, you win the title of knowing your Dominics from your Dermots. 
Why was Billy stealing the post? Where did Phil go after the boat crash? Will Shirley ever find out about Kathy and Buster? Since when were Peter and Jay best friends? The Unsolved Mysteries of Walford. Welcome to our Unsolved Mysteries of Walford, where we discuss and try to solve those storylines which have left us viewers baffled. For example, the ones that start but never finish are the ones that randomly appear and never seem to be mentioned again. We're going to be going through different ones each week and we're going to start off with a red water themed one as this is our first red water podcast. So this week, we are going to be unravelling the mystery that has baffled us all for ages, hasn't Emma? Whatever did happen to Redwater in the EastEnders continuity? We've been digging. We've been trying to find if there's been any mentions. Oh, yes, we've been sleuthing, haven't we? We've been sleuthing. We're like Sherlock Holmes or Nancy Drew. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're more probably like uh, Scooby-Doo <laughs> than Nancy Drew. Way back when Redwater started, we did have our first mention in EastEnders. Stacy got a postcard from Kat and she was speaking to Martin and she said, Kat and Alfie are going to Ireland now. Don't know why. Typical Kat keeps you guessing. Ooh, I like that little bit of crossover. Yeah. <laughs> little bit of crossover. Ooh. Well, then, it's very strange because Redwater, obviously, we, we know what happens. I'm not going to spoil it because we're obviously all watching it together. But it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, didn't it? And it wasn't really referenced during the EastEnders time at that point. What was actually happening in Ireland? What was happening in Redwater? Where Cat was? How was life? None of that. Suddenly... Cut to Cat's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so when Mo was faking Cat's death, she said that Cat had died, and she did tell Stacy that Cat had been involved in a tragic accident at sea, which is true. It is uh, true. She was on a boat, fell off. It was at night; no one could hear her, and no one could find her. However, I do find this bit weird when Stacy asks, like. Why did Alfie not do anything? Mo says Alfie and the kids weren't there. However, we've already said in this episode how they referenced that Bert and Ernie didn't go with them. It was just mm -hmm. Tommy. So where were Bert and Ernie? I've now got a new unsolved mystery. That's a whole other unsolved mystery. Who's looking after Bert and Ernie? <laughs> <laughs> and that's very interesting as well, because if she says the kids, is she referring to Tommy, Bert and Ernie? Oh, as we Redwater viewers know, is she referring to Kat's other child, mm. Luke, a.k.a. Dermot? A.k.a. Ah. Dominic. <laughs> yeah, a.k.a. all of them. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in there as a, a potential reference to, because she did, well, some of it is a little bit different to how Redwater does end and how Kat, what actually does happen to Kat in the end. It's very similar to what did occur she was in a boat accident and, you know, she was injured and on death's door almost from the looks of things. So maybe Mo knows a bit about Redwater. So the next mention we get, Kat's returned um, and hasn't up to this point mentioned Ireland or, or Redwater or Dominic or uh, uh, Dermot. <laughs> Again? <laughs> still doing it, still getting his name wrong. Um, and so instead... The next time we get a mention of it is from Mo. Mo always seems to be referencing Redwater. It's she, always Mo and Stacey. I know, I love it. Is she like over there? Has she been gossiping with Agnes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her and Agnes go way back. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because she says this. Apparently, you left a right mess in Ireland. And Stacey's response is, is that true to Kat? And Kat's reply is... Don't worry about me. What's happened with you? That's literally it. That's all we get, Redwater fans. Brushing that under the carpet. Yeah, she's just like, no, no, we don't talk about the son that tried to murder everyone. 
Um, I love that. He's become the black sheep of the family instantly. <laughs> she finds him. He's black sheeped now. He's never going to be like, you know, loved again. <laughs> Found him. Don't like him. Let's not talk about it. He's doing a stint in an Irish jail now. <laughs> so, on from more. Again, I'm about to say it again. The next time we get a Red Water reference, it involves Mo again. I'm starting to think Mo was in Red Water and I just haven't noticed. I'm convinced she's Agnes. She takes off the mask. <laughs> and so Mo is arguing with Haley, and Haley's like attacking her. And it, it, this is close up to Christmas in 2018, I believe. Yeah. Um, and they're rowing, and Haley says something along the lines of, you didn't tell Kat that she had a son out there, which is a reference, clearly, mm. to Dermot. It's clearly a reference yeah. to Luke's theater. And we all know where she's referencing. It's Redwater. And that is actually, really, the last time they reference Redwater at all. And then, obviously, we know that Christmas, Alfie comes back and his brain tumour is also forgotten. God. <laughs> Not to mention that he, he looked worse for wear towards the end as well. Got his old hair back. <laughs> oh, he's got his old grey's gone. <laughs> he's put a little bit of um, boot polish on. <laughs> <laughs> but the last we saw of Kat recently, she did get a phone call. And the only thing we could maybe connect is, could it be Redwater related? Probably not. But that's the only other thing that we could even connect yeah. to Redwater in the current EastEnders. Nothing's been referenced. Yes, hoping it is Redwater. So for yous out there who are confused and who have sent us in this this idea to, to look at whether Redwater is still referenced in EastEnders, if it's still part of it at all, like what happened to it, I think we can we can say it is technically it is technically part of EastEnders continuity. However, EastEnders does not want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I think this has been a successful Unsolved Mystery, Emma. And it's our first one. There's many, many, many more to come. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by Lance's Horse Riding Lessons. No, it's not, because we were outvoted by that damn woman. Oh, it turns out this week's episode is sponsored by Agnes's Red Water Holidays. If you're looking for your long-lost son, or maybe you just fancy a dip in the Irish Sea, come to Redwater and never leave. Stay away from my family, Kathleen.